Dunk. This is Lee Dort, and I'm down to Dort. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to Dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to Dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to Dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to Dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to Dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these. I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most of Good morning and welcome to episode one, one, three, five of Down to a Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcasts. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. And Jay. It's me. It's Jay. Taylor's not here. Taylor has actually uh, been hired by the Thunder. Yeah, they heard his Xavier Simpson scouting report from last week. <laughs> And they decided to bring him aboard. Uh-huh. So he's their head of blue scouting now at a, at the Thunder. That's impressive. So, so true. Conflict of interest cannot be a part of the podcast. Never anymore. be on the podcast again. So, uh, guys, this is our last real. podcast of the regular season. Thank the good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll next Friday. We'll know. We'll know everything. No, we won't. Except for lottery odds, which Except is we have to wait a month, a month and yeah, why? nine days. Why? I don't know. I wish they would. I wish the lottery was Monday. Either way, it's going to set up. I mean, it's so the anticipation is the whole month of April to May. Yeah. Or the anticipation would be from, you know, late April all the way until July. Yeah. So either way, you're going to live in a constant state of anxiety. But I think the... Well, there's more anxiety about the, 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 the lottery than, yes. the, than yeah, the draft. Because exactly. after we knew, we were very disappointed. Yeah, because when the Thunder get the eighth <laughs> pick, man, at least we'll know. Uh, more time. I guess it's maybe it's less time to be disappointed. Yes. Perhaps? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, then it's more time to be depressed. Yeah, so it's, like, it's just trading one... Uh, it's anxiety or depression. Yeah. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? That's what... That's where we are at. What? Yeah. <laughs> neither but, or neither elation elation true there's nowhere in between here guys because we could we could get we get top, one two three even four at this point i'd be thrilled just think with. how good it would feel to draw the number one pick uh i'm telling you i've already in my mind played out both the best and worst case scenario for the lottery yeah as far as like being in person mm-hmm. the emotions that oh would be going gosh. through my body would I, be I, so good we've, we've kind of spoken about this in a little bit of hyperbole about what would happen if we got to the commercial break and still hadn't heard our name picked yeah our name the live our live event that we would have would it would be electric I mean, in that room. Electric. So the Right Ricky Sanchez podcast did lottery parties like this, and they did it at this like big like convention center thing. And when they got the number one pick, when they got Ben Simmons, and the place was going berserk. They burnt it down when Can't they wait. when they got the number one pick. And then <laughs> it'll also be burn the place down if they're like pulling our name in the seventh or sixth or eighth spot. Yes, yeah. but that would be burn it down, but let's stay inside. And yes. Let, and let's <laughs> let the fire take us. Yeah. Because burn it down, number one pick is burn it down, and then let's go burn down some other stuff. Get out of the building. We have to burn multiple things. Yeah. Would that be the response of, of excitement? Yes. Okay. I yes. feel like both of those could lead to the... Like, you've seen riots that take place... For both reasons. I think if there's a number one pick, we should have a car there just so we can all flip it. Yeah. 
just oh, will it be like a mom? Taylor's, Taylor's be like a mom would, saving her baby. Yeah, we would all have that kind of we'd power. We all have that yeah, strength, that adrenaline yeah. running because it would system. feel. I mean, we'd all just be just so ready to do it. I I firmly believe everyone there could do it. Everyone there could do it. I mean, if we have individually a couple hundred people, I'm no, individually. Okay. <laughs> One at a time. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, moms can lift a city bus <laughs> to save their baby. Uh, Lawrence Field in the uh, chat says, "I am only accepting the ninth pick as a successful year for us." <laughs> I know it's. It is. I love the collective pessimism of the Thunder fan base toward what the lottery will look like. Yeah, WKM14, I have resigned to getting the seventh pick. I feel more at peace now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a time to be alive. What yeah. a time to be a Thunder fan. Yeah. So. Jalen Horde maybe going for the franchise record for points in a game tonight against the Lakers. Might just have to we, – we could just donate our pick to somebody now that we have Jalen Horde. You don't know, man. I'll tell you what. It was – I, I don't think Jalen Horde is obviously not any sort of fundamental piece for the future of this team. But yeah. It was really cool to watch them celebrate him after the Portland yeah. game. Like, I was in absolute anger, depression mode, right? Yeah. And I I feel bad I should decide this. Like, we use the words depression and anxiety, and I'm not trying to be flippant towards either one of those things. It's one of those, like, those are real things. Actually, this is most definitely not that. We are actually depressed. Yeah, yeah. I know. And actually. Sport, you're sports mad. Yeah, sports mad. There we go. I, I, yeah. I feel like it's important to say that. So I know people are really wrestling with that. So, yeah. but for me, it's like I'm sports mad post Thunder game, and the whole entire team is having a blast throwing water all over Jalen. They're excited the whole game. They were. I was very close, and it was super like distract i didn't i don't even i couldn't tell you a lick of the game like any of it because all i was doing was watching the bench the see i don't time. i don't think the people that are listening realize how close you were they talked about it a little bit on wednesday so i was my buddy that normally i go occasionally to games with and he's normally in the lower bowl but he's kind of i don't know 20 rows up from the from the bench maybe more but he had asked his he had that day gone to the his season ticket guy and said, "Hey, can we're going to upgrade our tickets? We want to add two, and we want to get a little closer." Uh, and they said, "Great, sure, here we go." And he says, "Well, while I'm here, like any chance tonight, you could upgrade us to something a little sweeter." And the guy's like, "Of course." What's kind of awesome is this guy's son mm-hmm. actually is a down to dunk listener. Oh, nice. Cool. Anyway, but that is cool. He was like, "Yeah," and so we got basically. You want to shout him out on the pod? Uh no I can't remember his name but I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> it's Gil sorry. Gil Gil Bourbon. I, I met man I, I'll tell you the whole story real quick. But um, so we were basically three rows back on the baseline, so kind of in that lower bowl, but three rows back. But it was on the bench side, and we were yeah. the last two seats on the edge. And yeah. so I'm literally three four feet yeah from jre the whole game i came and stood over there with you for like yes. a few minutes and the, and somebody came over and was like hey you can't, you gotta go because the team's gonna walk through here or you whatever you know this, yeah. and so but it's like and one of the funniest things i don't even know his name and i'm not going to learn his name but the guy that's greek i think that from the g league yurgos yurgos so there was a moment where Shay was trying to explain to poku how to say his name in english like george he was saying george and like george which is not how it's called, yeah. but he kept trying to tell him like it's George. Uh, and then they just pick on each other the whole time. And I mean, it's like a bunch of 20 year olds that have spent a year together, you know? And, yeah. But it was, it was really interesting. It's like a pledge class, that. but it is really hard when you're that yeah. close to actually see what's going on in the game. Plus the game was so bad. The thing about these games is that nobody remembers what happened in the game, Jay, because the games don't matter. The results matter. Like, that's the only thing about these last like four or five games. You could look at him and like, yeah, who are we developing? Nobody. Yeah, I know. Olivier Saar goes for 20. Sorry, Olivier. Sorry, Olivier. You're gone. Yeah, he's gone. So let me tell you two other stories. So while I was at the game, three of three other stories. And I'm just these are shout outs. I don't even remember, but I'm walking back and forth because we had access to that under the stadium club, which is Kind of oh yeah really awesome uh courtside courtside, courtside club, club. Yeah. yep yeah. so it's very fun i was walking back and forth and, it, and as you're heading down the tunnel tunnel to the the courtside club or whatever it is mm-hmm. there's a little like pl- 
six foot plastic table and there's three people sitting there on computers mm-hmm. just typing away the whole time. That's the social media social team. Social media team. Yeah. So I kind of put that together. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's one of the guys that's part of the social media team that at least knows us. Shout out to Grant. Grant. I didn't get to talk to him, but I did talk to the lady who I think is the head of the social media. So I just stopped mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, you know, this is, you know, wanted to see who you are and who we are and or who I'm part of down the dunk and all mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Grant loves you guys and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Really cool, really sweet. Yeah. And then I'm walking my way back to my table or to my seat and one of the freelance photographers that sits on the baseline is a guy named i think taylor uh-huh could be wrong tyler or taylor i think is what it is and he's also a down to dunk fan nice and then the highlight <gasps> oh wow of the game is we're just lingering yeah we're lingering a little bit post game and i'm walking through and i see kyle weaver yeah so i took a picture so i took a picture there you go with kyle weaver only like i don't really i don't do this the first and only Thunder player I've ever taken a picture with. Yeah. And then the only reason I took a picture of him is because I could send a text to the group chat that said, Kyle, three-man weavers. And that was it. <laughs> that's awesome. It was a fun experience, man. <laughs> Last game of the awesome. season at home, too, which was, I'm glad that's over. I'm really glad this season's over. Why? Because we get to do it again, all again next year? Don't talk to me like that. And the year after? It'll be a little bit and in the year year after in, per, in perpetuity <laughs> forever. If we keep getting seven, seven and eight picks, we're going nowhere <laughs> fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that pause. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's fun. I had I had a fun stadium experience this uh past weekend. If you want to hit my deep dive music, I went to WrestleMania. 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 <laughs> and it was dope. I got there. It was in Dallas. Yeah. It was at uh it was at Jerry World. Got there Saturday, went, got there like at six, sat around the head of DJ, which was the worst part of the, the whole event, but then <laughs> at seven, started seven to eleven, went home. Woke up. Went home? Went like but home like to where I was staying. Oh. Then okay. woke up, had breakfast. Hotel or Airbnb? My friend's house. Oh. That went to WrestleMania with. So then woke up, went to breakfast, took a nap, went back 7 to 11. It was phenomenal. So Saturday night. Yes. And then also Sunday night. But you didn't go to the Hall of Fame thing where the Undertaker no, I did was not. okay. I didn't go to SmackDown. And then after SmackDown was Hall of Fame, didn't go to Raw on Monday. But I went to just WrestleMania. So Saturday night highlight: Stephen Cold Austin or Stephen Stone Cold yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled a full match. His last, his first match in 19 years. I he, saw it. I he, never thought I'd see him ever. Also, uh, Stone Cold stunned uh, Pat McAfee. He because he was also he also came out on Sunday. He came out both nights and did some. He did some stunners on. Uh, Sunday. He's so Is he cold. smashing Coors Lights or White He's Lights? drinking his own he beer. He's drinking his own beers. And like Saturday night, just during the wrestling match, he calls out, we'll just be getting beers, drinking them constantly. You think he's really drinking no. that much beer? Out of this, like if this is a beer can, he's drinking, he's drinking like a tenth of it. Like maybe. a t- yes, a yeah. tenth of it. It's foam. It's going everywhere. He's spitting it out. It's going, it's everywhere. Yeah. He's just smashing them together. And then what is his mouth. beer? Uh, Stone Cold, it's like uh, some American. He has his own thing. Yeah, it's his own. Yeah, Steve Weiser's. Ooh, it's not called that, but no, it's it called be. something. Um, it's all like rattlesnake ale or something. You can find it. Anyway, um, it was awesome. Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Yes, that is it. I've never had it. I've heard it's good. Um, but seeing Stone Cold was just unbelievable. The um, really the celebrity matches. We're like, yeah, how'd Johnny Knoxville do? Awesome. Really? Awesome. Uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn was great because you got, because it wasn't just Johnny Knoxville. I saw Chris Pontius, saw Wee Man, saw a bunch of the other uh, people from their new movie. And then um, Pat McAfee was, is like a legitimately very good pro wrestler. He was great. That's not surprising. He's. He's got the personality too, because he's a commentator for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But he's very, very good. And then Logan Paul is should do this full time, but I don't think the WWE can afford him because he's so 
popular. But I mean, he was like very good. He would be like the perfect heel. He was. The crowd hated him <laughs> and he loved it. He, I mean, he was very good and he, he was very good. It, so what all about, those were great. So Cody Rhodes came back. Cody Rhodes came back. That's what I thought it was going to be. Not really a surprise, but it kind of was. But it was it was very cool. And then Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns won against Brock Lesnar. Yes. Was it legitimate or was there some cheating involved? Uh, he did hit him in um, the testicles. But, he, but that's kind of... Testicles. But, uh, you know, he's a bad guy. So that's kind of to be expected. But beyond that, it was a pretty clean win. Overall. Overall. But my favorite one? No, I'm saying... Yeah, well, you can go there. Um... Huh, hard to say. I I really like the opening of Sunday was Randy Orton, Riddle, and it was like a tag team match they won, and it was so six guys all together, and it, I thought it was very good. It started the night on a very high note. Uh, to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. It was awesome. So first WrestleMania, obviously. First WrestleMania, yes. Worth it. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, if, it, if it's in Dallas, I highly suggest people go it was great and i'd never been to like that area like jerry world and all that stuff it's very good it's by hurricane harbor no i know yeah i know where jerry world is i didn't know but it was awesome steve austin's broken skull american lager is what he was drinking you can buy it at el segundo brewing.com and he and he drank each night probably 20 of them he's so cold-centered just sips from all 20 he's not like taking like Mm, good beer. He's Peace. just like he is drinking it, squeezing the can, and then throwing it down. Just beer all over his face. He is soaking wet by the time he is done, and the ring is soaking wet. I mean, it, it, there's beer everywhere. It's premium. It's this premium beer too. This thirty three dollars for a twelve pack. That's right. I don't even think in Oklahoma you can have beer shipped to you, though. I don't think you can. It sounds wrong. Really? Is that true? I don't know. But he stone cold stunned everybody. That's beautiful. No one was safe. Glad you got to go, El Man. Oh, it was great. Uh, all right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And on the other side of that break, we're going to have some Twitter questions. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back from that quick break, and it's time for some... No. <laughs> Dang it, I did it again. I like some jamming. do-do-do-do-do. Just Twitter questions. You've got questions, and you ask them on Twitter. 
Now we answered it for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Hey, before you uh, before you get into Twitter questions, let's take a little ride on the Tankathon. Let's, oh, we want let's, to take a here ride. Here we go. Let's, One only, don't guys. Don't do it. Let's share the screen so that the uh, our friends on YouTube, which while we're here, YouTube. if you're not following us on YouTube, you're missing some premium content. You're missing it out. You're, you're missing, missing it, out. it out. Missing it out. You're missing it out. Hmm. 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 Here we go. Great podcasting. All right. All right. Now it is shared. It's here not, we go. It's not. We're, we're not going to share. It's it. not. Gonna All right. Share here we go. We're, we're going to just tell you. We're going to walk you play by play. Andrew is scrolling with his mouse. <sighs> here he we go. Sim water. Everybody, close your eyes. <sighs> here we go. Three, two, one. Sim. And the result is the Thunder get the fourth pick. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. I feel good. The I, Knicks jumped. The Knicks jumped to number one. They jumped ten spots to get Chet Holmgren. Congrats. Number two, Jabari Smith. Goes to the Magic. Number three, the Pacers get Paolo. Okay, so he gets Jaden Ivey. The Rockets fall to five. The Pistons fall to six. I dream, actually, dream scenario, baby. I, I'd be pretty happy about that. Yay, we did it. Hey, our first Twitter question comes from at Trey Witzel, who says, SGA seems to have high spirits during the tank. Could you handle tanking? I can't handle it, and I'm just a fan. So, no. Although, what if, what like, if, $30 million would probably help. I was going to yeah. say, that's what the money's for, Jay. <laughs> that's what the money's that's for. That's what the money's for. He was having a great time. Uh, a great time. Yeah. Against the Trailblazers. And I'm glad he was. And they're all about to get, like, $1.5 million here. After the season's over, I'm glad they're doing. I'm gl- I'm really glad they didn't just sign some sort of Gabby Deck and pay him three million dollars yeah. to not pay everybody else. Kenrich is about to like double his salary. Yeah, because these guys deserve it, man. To endure this season, like, yep, here you go. I actually think that also should be dispersed for all the fans. <laughs> so too, <laughs> that would be great. Everybody gets like a ten dollar check. Hey, listen, we know this has been hard, so here you go. Here, yeah, that would be nice. Hey, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at. Thunder Supply, who wants to know, would resting Coach Mark help the tank? <laughs> Could we fake an injury for him? Uh, I think Maybe? It, I think it might help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it might, might be a bridge too far. However, they keep taking this further than I thought they would. Yeah. You know, waving Sar, who had played well lately, and bringing in Melvin, who had a leggy in the game. Which was amazing. Did you see this? You guys was see that? This? I just saw the picture. I didn't know that was Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was Melvin wow. Frazier going up for a layup, and it got it just perked, not wedged, but perfectly laid upon the rim, perched itself <laughs> right. <laughs> That's got to be one of the most rare. It's very rare it's basketball some, experiences. The uh, the no dunks guys track any kind of uh, weird thing that happens with the basketball at the rim. And so it was a, it was a big part of the show. Yeah, they're the wedgie guys. <laughs> yesterday. So yeah, the wedgie was, was a big one. They, I think they said like in their time of tracking wedgies that there's maybe been four wedgies. It doesn't happen. I mean, it doesn't even that happen like, every year. That's some percentage right there. The Thunder. So just a reminder, if you're listening, so today is Friday tonight, they play the Lakers Sunday night to play the Clippers two games left. What does the next few games look like? I think that's the million-dollar question. Uh, LeBron, AD, and Russ, all three set out against the Warriors on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Quitters. And and the hope is... Losers. Losers and quitters. One of the hopes... Lakers, known losers, the whole team. Gosh, they're real bad. Known losers, all of them. But one of the hopes is tonight that this is the last home game for the Lakers. Maybe... It's fan appreciation at I think. Yeah. And then LeBron has some incentive if he wants to win the scoring title. Hopefully tonight. The Laker or the Clippers are the wild card as well. Because yeah. who's going to play? Are they going to play? I think they do have also some incentive to play at least part of their guys. Norman Powell just coming back from injury. Paul George just coming back from injury. 
Um, plus, they're also one of those teams that's just always in co- always competent regardless of who's on the floor now, yeah. which is helpful for us. And so I do think that Thunder are going to lose both of their last games. I hope so. I have a feeling they're going to beat the Clippers just because it's an annual tradition. What are you going to do if they beat the Clippers? I don't know. To get the five, the fifth best odds. Yeah. I mean, what how can, are you so? I, I what am, can you do? He's so nonchalant about it. Andrew, Andrew, he is the he is the the conductor of the tank train. You're the you're the tank man. The tank man. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, yeah. what was the tiki? I forgot. What it was. I wouldn't. Oh, the Mark, front. Coach Mark. Choo-choo. I would not be happy. I just I just can't. I can't call the results today. It's in L.A., which is also encouraging. And then I just actually yeah. just came across the beat. Uh, Coach Mark is not traveling with the team. <laughs> Coach Mark, um, he got hit. Hit? Like, that's uh, Tony Harding, Nancy Kerrigan situation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> tire iron to the kneecaps. Alex, Alex Spears gonna say, flew into town. Alex is now in jail. Club Mark on the knee. <laughs> Jumped on a plane and went back to Portland. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ritvik Yeduru, who wants to know, who would you rather have ranked them one through four? Darius Garland, DeJounte Murray, Jean Morant, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. It's a great question. John number one. John number one. Agreed. Shea number number, two? Shea number two, yeah. Why do you hesitate? Who are you hesitating the most about? Oh, I just don't know. I, I mean, I would pick him, but it's like I'm trying to not to be just a blatant homer like I always am. Uh, and then I would say Garland Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, yeah, Gar- just- Garland's, Garland is good, certainly. He's a good player. Shea's length um, and height is a is a big deal. That's also why I, I almost lean more towards Murray over Garland because he brings a lot. I mean... His offensive game is not as developed as Murray's. Yeah. Or excuse me, as uh, Garland's. But, I mean, he is, he's got a great body for what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. good defensively. Anyway, but, yeah, I mean, I think that is encouraging. There was a time last season where you definitely thought that Shea and Jaw were in the same stratosphere. Yeah. But Jaw just took such a substantial step this year. Yeah, he's very he good. Hey, guys, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ben Partridge underscore nine six, who wants to know... Would you rather pour milk over your lasagna or pasta sauce over your cereal? Milk over lasagna. No question. Milky noodles? Yes. Yeah, it's already dairied. You just throw some more dairy on there. Yeah, tomato sauce on cereal is a total ruiner. Yeah, like is there any cereal that that tomato sauce would be like, you know what? I could do it. I uh, I don't think there is. maybe, Maybe Cheerios. But not not like well, you honey, just, not honey nut, just Cheerios. Yeah, you just need something bland. Uh, nothing. Some life. There's some life. Life like are you talking about like bring some life? No, like life cereal. Life cereal. Life has got flavor too. Like you can get a cinnamon version of it. Well, I didn't say cinnamon life. Okay, I just said life. Life. <laughs> life. Give me life. Great, great nuts. Give me that. Li- I guess maybe. Either way, you're having a gross meal. The milk on the lasagna, I just I can't do it. Those people that made Life Cereal must have been riding high when they made that cereal. Because they're just like, what do we call this? Life. Know, what does this life. give me? What is this? What is this? What is this? This is really do for me. This you know what? is me life. life. This is life. Um, yeah. It's both pretty gross. But I can't get, because lasagna is hot. Milk is cold. Yeah. I, I can't I can't figure out the pouring the cold milk on the hot lasagna. It's going to be gross. That's gonna make e- either it way, gross. it's not going to be enjoyable. You never know. You never tried it. Don't knock it till you tried it. How about that? What about, hey, shoot gr- us, what about the video? What about grape nuts? Grape nuts? I could see it. That must have been at a really low point whenever they made that grape cereal. Nuts. What are these? Grape nuts. I don't know. Freaking grape nuts? I don't know. Grape nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next we done that before? <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at JJ underscore 05 underscore underscore. Perhaps two. I don't know. Maybe three. What's worse? A Thunder team you want to lose every night, win a game, or a good Thunder team you want to win, not show up, and lose versus a bad team? I think this also reminded me, and I can't remember who it was that posted this, but somebody asked, like, what's the 
maybe it was our podcast actually on Twitter, like the worst, your least favorite season yeah. of the Thunder seasons. Yeah. So it kind of leads me to that where it's like that. I think it's seventeen eighteen team that was the mellow. Uh, yeah. PG. That was the Westbrook. the historically fun or not fun team versus yeah. this team. Like, who would you prefer to watch? Who is more agonizing? That team was really that team is really really hard to watch because you had such high expectations. Yeah. And then it's like just to like slowly realize like they don't have enough to like really make an impact postseason. Mm-hmm. And it's just like ugh, like every every game is just like oh man, this it, it it just I felt like sick watching every game. Yeah, cuz Durant leaves, Westbrook has his MVP season and you're like that's cool, but <clears throat> where do we go from here? Where we go from here is we get Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, and now we feel like we're back on top again to learn that we really we weren't were back not. on top. We had not actually moved an inch yeah. from where we were before. <laughs> they, well, and especially once Dre went out, which was around, what, December, January, Yeah, when Dre hurt his knee. They were playing like, really well. They were really, really good. They were they, rolling. They, I was at the game where they played the Warriors and just blew the doors off yeah. them at home, yeah, which yeah. was amazing. I but remember that, yeah. It was there were highs early on, but after Dre went out and the wheels just fell off, and then that was the Jazz series that was just exhausting. Yeah, the Thunder were so out of their. I I don't know, like they, Jeremy Grant, the mellow stuff, all of that in in the sense of the Thunder just made it up by trying to fight the Jazz the entire time. Yeah. Oh, so bad. It was really bad. That was probably more frustrating. But both of these are about expectations not being met. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the early one like was, hey, they were supposed to win. This one's they're supposed to lose, and they can't pull off either one of those things. The season didn't get miserable until the last, the last, month? last month or so. Because before then, it was... I was having a blast. Like watching, like, watching Josh at the beginning of the season until he was out was like okay wow like this guy's he's really good well and the joy stealer of as of late is when poku got benched mm-hmm. like poku at least was like who got a triple double last week i get to watch poku play like it's just a fun experience regardless it's he like was, a roller coaster he was he was awesome yes i know we told you we didn't want to hear it i know they beat he the, was great was it when they beat the suns yeah, I think yeah. Was that yeah. the game? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he was incredible. Yeah, it was it, there was always something you wanted to watch for a vast majority of the season where it was like even in, even in games where Poku was not really good, you had Trey Mann who was playing well or you had, you know, mm-hmm. like and then all of a sudden when you're pulling not pulling, but you're watching Teo Maladon go off for 25 points and now it's just like uh, there's not one player on the floor that you'll remember in 5 years. I'll remember Xavier Simpson just for his little hook shot. Maybe Lindy. Maybe Lindy. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they pulled Lindy. It's been too good. Disgusting. Too good. He was two of three from three. And I was like, get out of here. boy." He hit one. Y'all talked about this on. No, you couldn't have talked about it on Wednesday, but he hit one against the jazz where he caught it kind of on the move and was kind of floating sideways from the corner. And I was like, He's starting to... That's a legit three, my his man. His confidence is sky high right now. He he looks really good out there. I don't know if he's... I don't know if he's going to make it. He does have a second year on his two-way contract, so he'll be back. But, you know, I mean, that would... The, the, the blue story is waiting on, like, the first guy to make a real impact on the Thunder. Yeah. I know y'all talked about that quite a bit. Like, that, the thing that the Heat have done... Yeah is they get get production from the guys and they're like legit NBA players. Yeah, we're waiting team. on our Max Struess. Yeah. Which I didn't even know who he was. He's good. He's making big plays for the Heat. Starts. The Dan Lebitard show, apparently Dan's mother has like a, you know, pseudo celebrity crush on Max Struess. Yeah. And so Poppy, Dan's dad, is like, I'm going to get on the court and smack the crap out of him <laughs> and so then max Drews heard and like responded back to him and oh like, really he's like oh apparently this is gonna happen so me versus poppy and then udonis Haslam jumped in this instagram feed and was just like poppy's gonna beat the crap out of you <laughs> it's pretty funny oh that's awesome 
Hey guys, this is a good, He's a good looking man. Twitter question. Ah, he is. Can't you guys got to fight now for him. Can't, nah, can't, can't deny it. All right. Our next Twitter question. It comes from at NB6 foot six, who says, Good day, guys. Who holds the tiebreaker between the Thunder and Pacers if we win one more game? There's, Geek. No, there's no tiebreaker. It's a coin flip. So if you remember last year, the Thunder were tied with the Cavs. There was a coin flip. The Thunder won the coin flip. And which, lost Evan Mobley. And just remember that when that winning is losing. Always. So that was the Thunder were tied for the fourth best odds, and then ended yeah. up, they stayed at four and Cleveland got five. Is that yeah. correct? Correct. So. All right. Well, that sucked. Hey, guys, let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from at KiwiGreg5555. Who wants to know what Portland game was worse, the Dame Wave or the failed tank game? Dame That's Wave. A great for, question. Dame Wave for sure. Dame Wave was like all time bad. I had the expectation that we were going to win those Blazers games. Like I just thought we were going to win them. Yeah. And the I think the Roby one hurt that was worse the, uh, because it, dream scenario. Yeah. It was a dream scenario. We wanted the Blazers. Yeah. Nurkic was out. We thought we're just going to dominate them. And then Cantor made Steve look really bad. Can play Cantor. Can play Cantor and did play Cantor. Revenge game. It was a big well, revenge game. I don't know game. if you all remember how, how vividly is that game against Portland in Portland that Dame did that. The Thunder actually played really well. They were, should have won that game. They, like they, yes. were, they were ahead all game playing really well. Yes. And you thought, okay, they're actually going to get out of the series. Because then it was going to come back to Oklahoma City. It was going to be, I think it was at that point, 3-3 maybe if they would have won that game. And it just did not happen. No. Yeah, that was brutal. And just him just, his team going wild around and him just waiting. And he, he waved and then he like stared into the camera. It was very good. Afterwards, it was it was a great celebration. He 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 did the right thing there. It was. It really was. It was miserable. I, I in the moment, even when it was happening, even when it was happening, I I was respecting the wave and his response and like his response it, was like that's It was just like wow. It like, was, we, it like was wow. Yeah. A bad a. NBA so, moment. I don't know. Like, Are you saying it is a bad A, capital A, NBA moment? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was. He, so, Dame in that game, I, I don't, I didn't remember the stat line. He had 50 points, 57 and six. He was the only one. Like, yeah. nobody else was scoring for them. He was 10 of 18 from three. He won that game. I mean, he. Yeah, like, Mo Harkless had 17. CJ had 17. CJ had 17 on 19 shots. Russ had a triple double, obviously. 29, 11, and 14. Paul George had 36 points, nine boards, three assists. He had 36 points on 20 shots. Westbrook took 31 shots. Now, did they win that series points. in five or was it six? In five. Yeah. So they'd have come back three two. Yeah, it'd have come back three two to Oklahoma City, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that was happening though, what what you saw in that game, and this is what's so funny because Dame was Dame was incredible but he looked visibly tired doing all of this yeah. for the for the blazers in that game and so i think i don't know i'm always optimistic but it felt like if the thunder could have gotten that one they made the conference finals that blazers team yeah oh yeah that's right beat the nuggets you know who the starting shooting guard was on that team on that thunder team raymond felton terrence ferguson played 30 minutes and 43 seconds in that game Score. He took one shot. He made it. I remember. Hundred percent. We used what were Ray? What were Ray Felton's minutes in that game? Raymond Felton played three minutes and twenty four seconds. Okay. Then a shooter played thirty three. They basically just played six guys. They gave Nerlens eight minutes. Markeith played three minutes. Ray played three minutes. Just in case you wanted to recap one of the worst games in Thunder history. <laughs> Yep. And there it was. Well, guys, let's go on to our next Twitter question. This next question is about game six of the Golden no, State Warriors. No. Conference finals. No. It's from at Michael on sports. It looks like Russ. Russ. It looks like Russ is destined <laughs> to be traded and bought out this summer. 
Where would you like to see him go as a free agent? I was actually just on the way over here listening to Zach Lowe and Kevin Pelton yeah. talk about this. And what's it's always encouraging when they say something where you and Alex have talked about it or Alex and somebody else in the text feed or something like that talked about this weeks ago. It's like there are no suitors. There's no suitors for him unless it is like a no. team that wants to make a splash. The Pacers thing actually makes sense a little bit. They have the lineup that would actually work with Russ, if it, it, you know, depending on what version of Russ you get. With because Halliburton can stretch, Miles Turner being your center, like I think there is some of that that kind of would make sense, but it think, would have uh, to be on a dramatically different. Yeah, I, I mean, you look at the teams, like what team is ready to take on Russ and his personality and everything that comes with it. I mean, Boston, no, Philly, no, Toronto, no, Brooklyn, no. The Knicks is like the only one that I keep coming back to where it's like the Knicks really just don't have a point guard outside of Derrick Rose. So like that's yeah. the one that I just keep coming back to that's like the Knicks have said no in the past, obviously, but it's the one that you're just like maybe if maybe it's like a Kimball Walker situation where they could sign him. Yeah, if if you're not paying him $45 million, yeah. Like if he goes to Charlotte's the one that people were talking about, right? And then Charlotte buys him out mm-hmm. for five, ten million dollars less than what he's owed over the yeah. last year. Which I think Russ would probably be agreeable to some of that. Just to Although save Russ would face. look really cool in those jerseys and those Hornets jerseys. Well, but there's no way they're actually planning on keeping him if that's what they're looking at. I don't know that anybody plans on keeping him. But I could see like if Russ is on the market for a very small amount of money. I yeah. Can see even the then, Knicks. though, like the Knicks, yes. Like Milwaukee, no. I still wonder about the Wizards. Chicago, no. They traded him. I understand that. But it's like the Wizards don't make any sense. The, the Wizards are going nowhere fast. We're going to talk about that today. We'll release tomorrow Slam on Slam and Jam. Yeah. Y'all, y'all should 100% have pulled off all of the garbage teams. <laughs> I'm like, Why? Because I love it when it's like these are contenders and we're having conversations about the Grizzlies and we're and then it's like we've got a we've got a very uh, dedicated Wizards fan that listens that was so excited. I he, bet he, was. he wrote a specific uh, Apple Podcast review about how excited he was. I love it about the Wizards being drawn on the wheel of fandom. Well, never mind. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the Wizards do make some sense. I I don't disagree with that. But then after that, it's like. Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, Orlando, no. Memphis, Dallas, New Orleans, San Antonio, Houston, no, 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 no. Phoenix, no. Warriors, no. Clippers, no. Maybe Clippers? No. Maybe Clippers. Maybe. It's a it's a different ball game if he's willing to, which is the question, right? It's the Allen Iverson comparison forever and ever and ever. But yeah, the thing is, is, what is he having to define his role as? Number one, number two is is the financial side of it. If he's not making that albatross of a contract, then it's not quite as hard of a pill to swallow. Yeah, to sign him. Can he take the step that Carmelo had no. to take? His game doesn't work that way. He does. He's not an efficient shooter. He never has been in his whole life. Like it's for Melo, at least he can come off the bench, shoot five threes, make two of them. But it's not even about shooting to me. It's more about, like, can you be a ball mover, transition, defensive no, player? At, listen, I know there's a lot of Thunder fans that have this affinity for Russ, but we've been we've been talking about what could develop or evolve in Russ's game for 15 years, it feels like. Yeah, that's why I feel like he's going to be done real soon. Yeah. The, the, and he the Lakers want- missed the play in. They are 20 games under 500. Yeah. They... Stink. They brought Russ in, so I know they've dealt with injuries. Everybody knows and can accept that. But the reason that they brought Russ in was for reasons like this, where it's like, okay, if we have major injuries to Anthony Davis and LeBron can't go every night, then at least we have Russell. And Russ did. He played 75 games this year for him. Like, as far as the, the ability to stay on the floor, that Russ did it. And yeah, there are there are qualifiers. Like I understand all of the things. Like their roster. This is Rob Palinka's fault. Yeah, or it, Jeannie Buss, or whoever is making decisions because LeBron. everybody, everybody, 
yeah. that thinks critically about the NBA knew that the fit was bad. Yeah. Like the Buddy Heald trade that was potentially on the table, if you were able to keep Buddy Heald and Alex Caruso, this team's in the play-in. Or if this team's just, in the playoffs, probably. Yeah, or if like Rob Palinka got kidnapped and couldn't make any moves at all in the offseason, yes. it'd be a lot better. Because you'd have KCP, now, you'd have Kuzma, you'd have sure. Harrell still. To be fair, Anthony Davis is made of paper mache. Yeah. Like the dude is the most injury-prone player in the NBA right mm-hmm. now. And that is a problem. And and yeah. to think about the fact that your future as a franchise is going to be LeBron at some point is going to leave. You're going to be depleted of assets. And you're going to have Anthony Davis who can't play more than half of a season ever. They need to trade him. I don't know what you do. Like, it, it makes me feel great because I don't want the Lakers in this current form to be successful. Yeah. But, I, I man, as a franchise, like, there's not... Now... What they always have is they're the Lakers. Yeah, they're and the they Lakers. always. But the thing is, is they don't have other than getting free agents just to say I'm going to L.A. Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're a free agent in four years, and you look at this roster and the assets they have, and and the whole goal is to get to L.A., you're 100 percent picking the Clippers over the I Lakers. I don't know. With the leadership, if if your goal is to own, now, if you're just like the purple and gold of the lakers and all of that there's still there's still something about being a laker there and, is, and being a clipper they still had 10 years of mediocrity in between lebron maybe one 10 years five years of mediocrity between lebron and the highest of kobe yeah and they still got lebron i know yeah that's that's uh that's the thing <laughs> it's like yeah. they were horrible Horrible but they were decisions. And missing on free agents that whole season, that whole time too. If it wasn't for LeBron having a specific desire to go and make Space Jam, yeah, if he didn't want to be in LA, yeah, but he still did want to. I know, I know. And there will and be will somebody else. Be that way. There will be somebody else wrong. that will want to. They're they're gonna have a lull, and then they'll they will roar back whenever yeah. Zion or Luca or whoever wants to go live in LA. Not Luca. Luca will be in Dallas till he retires. He might disappoint you. I don't. I don't think that's true. Do you know something? I know nothing. Hey Except guys, for pain. 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 Let's go to our next Twitter question. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Comes from, and then I probably have to leave to get on a, to get on an airplane. No. Easily. To get on an airplane. Okay. And the Twitter question is from at here to thunder up. Have you ever been slapped in the face in public? How did you respond? I have not. I said, I slapped back and I said, we must have a duel. <laughs> you then, took your glove off and. <laughs> yes. And then we, uh, have you ever been punched? Have punched? Been, have you been slapped or punched? I don't think so. I've never been in like a fight. Me neither, actually. Yeah. Actually, I was punched. I have. In fifth grade, I was punched right in the face. How did you respond? Really? I sat down and started crying. That's right. Response. Who punched you? I was 12. Some kid that was a... A bully? Kind of. Call him out. We thought we were... I thought it was so funny, man. We were just messing around, like joking around. Like he punched you in the face. He punched me right in the face. Call him out. Call him out. What's my dad name? was very frustrated with me because he was like, so I've always had like a really giant conscience, like always my whole life, mm-hmm. like never was the guy that would go teeping because I was always nervous about really? being arrested, <laughs> being ticketed, whatever, getting in trouble, like getting in trouble was the compass that I'd like. Everything was evaluated through that lens. So for me is he hit me in the face and instead of retaliating, I was just like, I don't want to get in trouble. So go sit down. Like sit down and cry. Just go sit down. And he got suspended for a week or whatever like that. But it was just, uh, his name was Josh Brown, man. I remember it to this day. He was a big boy too. 
and I was a big boy, so it was kind of like two two big boys going at it. Like yeah, yeah, two two monstrosities of kids, you know. But instead, he just hit me in the face, and I went and sat down, started crying. I had a black eye. It was awful. But I didn't because I was nervous about. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So I in track we had track in elementary school. Did y'all have track in elementary school? Like yeah. track meets, yeah, where, think, where yeah. the schools would compete against one another. Yeah. I ran the two hundred. You're not going to be shocked by this, but I was a big tug of war guy. I was going to say the tug of war, tug of war, big tug, tug of war. Of war was very guy. fun. We had some, uh, we had some big kids, and so we were always really good at tug of war. And so, but it was that's what I wanted to do. I was looking forward to it. It was tug of war season, man. And so I was like, I don't want to get suspended for tug of war. And so <laughs> that's what made my decision. Well, my dad was like, you should have smacked him right back in the face. It's like I didn't want to miss tug of war. <laughs> that's how awkward that's how awkward of a kid i was well you were a good kid i was yeah i was also a thick kid you're a good thick round i was round good sphere spherical spherical child (laughs) my my head was a perfect circle (laughs) (laughs) like uh when the the girl eats the blueberry and uh yes and uh and i had a bowl cut shocking shocking it's amazing shocking that i wasn't just pulling in the ladies you sound like a willy wonka character i kind of might have been following in, in the chocolate fountain gets sucked and up i wore tube. a lot yeah. of sweatpants but <laughs> not like cool sweatpants like joggers cool today yeah not cool as a fifth grader yeah uh, you know what's cool as a fifth grader i don't know beavis and butthead was cool when i was a fifth grader uh, this is a good one. Uh, at me, love <laughs> Thundamo says, could you please lay out the, the necessary chain of events for the Clippers pick to end up in the lottery? I need to know what to root for after the Blazers debacle. So it's it's not going to be good, uh, me, love Thundamo, because I don't think they're going to be in the lottery. I think they're going to win a game. Because if you look at the standings today, they're going to have to lose – two games in the play-in. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. But it's it's going to be tough. So right now they sit at eighth. So CL, man, they sit at eighth, which means they're going to have – if they lost to Minnesota in the first play-in game, then they would play the winner of the Pelicans Is that how it, and okay. the Spurs. And if they lose that game – then they're in the lottery. So with Paul George, no chance. With the possibility of Kawhi, Kawhi no. it just doesn't feel like that's going to happen. I do. I, I think. I think they'll win. I think they'll win the first game, and they'll be. You think they beat the Wolves? I do. The Wolves just aren't playing very well. Great. Um, and then they'll play Memphis, which I would. I would rather. I would rather see. Minnesota, Memphis, because I think that would be really fun. And also for the Grizzlies, I think it'd be a lot less scared of of Minnesota. But the Clippers with Paul George and possibly Kawhi as your reward for being the 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 two seed and having this incredible year all year, and Jaw is, hasn't been playing and he's going to be coming back. Like that's a little terrifying. Like I don't know that I would pick the Clippers to win, but I don't real. I maybe I'm crazy and I'm not paying attention enough. I don't think. Kawhi hasn't been fully cleared for like contact yet. He's just doing warm ups and I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's what at least I'd heard. But the Clippers are always pesky, especially with Paul George. Like they got to the conference finals last year. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I would not yeah, be. Sucks. I would not be happy about this scenario if I were Memphis. Yeah, I I think you're right. Um, I'm man. I am really excited. Like what's hard in the midst of this Thunder tankathon journey is the fact that like i forget that the rest of the nba exists oh yeah and it's really easy to get caught in that but i'm like the playoffs are just around the corner the play like next weekend is the play-ins on tuesday starts on tuesday and you're gonna have potentially you know zion coming back for the pelicans yeah it's very possible and they're playing well yeah, well, and that's what I was. Uh, that podcast was Zach Lowe because I'm. I'm honest. Like this Thunder season has made it to where I'm not paying attention as much to the NBA as a whole. Like towards the end, where it's mm-hmm. like, like I didn't even realize Kevin Pelton had two different Pelicans on his top three All Rookie teams. But that's hot garbage. Like Herb Jones, though you like Herb is great. 
to include Jose, Jose Alvarado yeah. Which on I your all-rookie team. talking than they were actually saying he would be on that all-rookie team. But he put him on his second team. Did he? Yes. That, I don't know how many, I'm sure a lot of our listeners listen to that too. That was so bad. Because if you look at like the stats when it comes to these rookies, to include him, he's scoring like five points a game. Yeah. He, it's... It is you, a sl- would you put Kaminga over him? Yes. Right, yeah. I'd put Trey Mann over him. Trey's done way more than he's done. See, I don't care you. like what yes. the... I mean, you talk about the on-off numbers. Like I was asking Mark earlier this season about Kenrich and Mike's on-offs, and he's like, he's like, listen, he's like, those, those on-offs are so noisy, even though we have like this large sample. He's like, that's... Like he... he was like, yeah, don't don't use that. And in 700 minutes, you're going to use that as your argument is just it's it's nonsensical. It's crazy. You may like him. It's a cool story, and he's a a really cool player, and he's been fun to watch. But to say that he deserves to be on the all rookie team is crazy because there's been so many good rookies. And you're going to use him as one of the top 10 rookies. I mean, you're, this is basically a list of the top 10 rookies of this season. And to say that he's a top 10 rookie to me is absolutely insane. I mean, you look at just a stat like as simple as total points. I mean, how far down do we have to go to get to Alvarado? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be embarrassingly low. To even say his name, I, mean, he, I don't think he's in the top fifty. Or yeah, he's in the top fifty. But like, you can't you can't put that guy on your all rookie team. You just can't. You can't do that. Is it, it simply just getting caught up in the the I, moment? Because he's a cool player. He does the <laughs> sneaky steal thing. Yeah, everybody loves the sneaky steal thing. The everybody, Pelicans are a fun team currently. Yeah, they're they're playing pretty well, but. To me, it's just—I think it's kind of crazy just to put him there. I just don't think that that's that's right. And I'm not saying like they f- should for sure put one of the Thunder guys on there. I don't—I don't think that. Um, even like not even to mention Trey Murphy's name, who's been decent for them. Like Kispert would be a better player. Desumu, like. For sure. Well, and Zach Lowe really was pulling for Shangun. Yeah, even Shangun is like you have way better argument for for Shangun than you do. So the playing games. This is so. Who do you feel most sad for? Two teams that have had just epic seasons for the franchises. Although Cleveland has obviously cooled off. They're three and seven in the last ten. Yeah, Cleveland's obviously. Not the same. They've had a lot of injury problems. Jared mm-hmm. Allen, I know, has been out for a while. And anyway, but Cleveland's playing game is Brooklyn. Then they would have to play the winner of Atlanta and Charlotte, which I think they actually still probably would get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would pick them in the second game, but I won't pick them against Brooklyn. No, probably not. And then on the other side of it, so do you feel worse that Cleveland has to start with them or that Memphis gets to pull a Clippers team that is getting healthy at the right time? Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's just, they're just so banged up. It's, it's been a cool season. They just, it's just ended so poorly for them. Like they should have, if they were, if they could have stayed completely healthy, I think they would be where Chicago is and Chicago would be in the play in. So we're at the point now, and I know you'll do a lot of this on Monday and Wednesday like if you're looking at the end of the season, I know we talked a little bit about this. Like, who are you excited to watch? What do you think? I'll tell you who I ha- I'm sneaky pulling for. And it all depends on whether or not they get healthy is I really like Boston in the East. Yeah. If time Lord can get back. Yeah. I'm worried about time Lord for sure. I think the, yeah, I don't know if he can get back in time to make an impact because like even if he does come back, what is he gonna Yeah what is he gonna be able to do? Four weeks or whatever post meniscus tear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a tough one. That's 
that's a tough one. Because I mean, I I still like Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I better one hundred percent. Miami is going to be really tough. Even I mean, although the Seventy Sixers haven't played well, and they could lose in round one to Toronto, who beat them last night. Yeah, because they Thibel can't play because he's <laughs> Matisse. That's yeah. a big deal because that's what the matchup is right now, and. It's not locked in that that will be the matchup, but after that loss last night, it makes it more likely that that's where they're going to end up is at the 4-5 with Toronto. And if you're Philly, you have to just... One, you're horrified that, again, it's Toronto that could send your team home. Um, (laughs) And because Matisse can't play, and you don't have... I mean, he's been one of their best six players this season. I mean, you got to... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a real struggle for them. I would still pick Philly in that series, but yeah, because you do get them get home them at games, home. right? Yeah. So probably minimally three, four games, hopefully for mm-hmm. them. Uh, there's more. I mean, there's there's teams that are would even be more scared to play Toronto because of guys that aren't vaxxed, but like you know, Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn or Boston. I've heard that there's several guys on Quite Boston guy. that aren't. So it's, uh, it is interesting. A lot of storylines heading into the playoffs. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the Dallas Utah series, which Utah's going to get swept. That's probably going to be the match. Call right now. You the Dallas. I said, Yukon. Yukon going to get swept. <laughs> Utah is going to get swept. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be fascinating. Donovan Miller to watch. Donovan that. Miller, I'm done for the day. Apparently, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell gonna request a trade this off season. Thunder yeah. gonna pick him up for Thunder gonna pick him up. <laughs> their 2022 draft pick. Uh, the Pelicans are gonna trade Jose Alvarado for uh, straight up, straight up for him for Donald Mitchell. Donovan. I know. I was talking about that's who they're gonna trade him for. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, it, that's he's the most he's very interesting this summer because he he very well could just blow this whole thing up and just say you know what I'm done. Or or if they lose if Sounds they do awesome. if they do lose in round one they they could explore like trading Rudy and just yeah. saying like let's keep Donovan here let's try to keep him happy. You have to you have to do that if that's that's. The potential conflict, right? Like, there's no question if you're choosing between Mitchell or Gobert that you're going with Mitchell. Yeah. So get him out, and he's your only asset. And he's not going to, you know, guys like that don't te- don't necessarily age well. Mm-mm. Um, and I don't even know, like, what's for another pod to explore? We'll have plenty of off-season podcasts to talk about uh the market for Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, I think Charlotte would be really interesting. Yes. For him. Yeah. Especially with Russ. All right, Andrew. Russ and Rudy Gobert. It's uh, reforming the <laughs> roster. Oh my gosh. I uh I'm gonna ask the question since the old man left is are you miffed or peeved? Miff, miff, miffed and miffed peeved. peeved. And I'm gonna take this opportunity to break one of the cardinal rules of the podcast. Uh-oh. We don't talk about the weather, but I am so exhausted of the wind. The wind has been brutal. Oklahoma City has had basically and will continue to have for the next seven days. Is that true? Seven days. Is that true? Gusts of thirty to 40 no it's just horrid that's terrible i didn't know it was gonna last yesterday it was like sunny and the wind was blowing out of the north at like 45 miles an hour and it was so cold and stupid and i hate it we couldn't even go outside yesterday no and it's the same right now we're looking out your window as trees are blowing vigorously because of the stupid wind yeah there's like no wind block out out here either and it's just like there is a, how do you even, you can't wind block this no. build a wall <laughs> you're the only wind it's block awful. is be inside yeah which for a guy like me who has terrible seasonal allergies this is just punching my sinuses <laughs> in the face every single day oh it's terrible miffed and peeved 
Uh, let's do one more uh, tankathon spin. Here it is. We this go. is the real. This is the one that counts. This is the real one. This is. This will determine what happens on lottery night. Here we Button go. Button is clicked, and the thunder end with seven. seven. Worst case seven. scenario. The Pacers go to one. Pistons two. Wizards three. This is actually kind of interesting because the Rockets, Magic, and Thunder all fall significantly, and the Blazers rise to four. Yeah, that's bad. Let's do that again. <laughs> also bad. They've stayed at seven. Stay at seven. Actually, See, the five, six, seven didn't change. Now misery. they're six. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Still. That was eight. eight. All right. Mathering. Back to back to back. Seven, seven, six, eight. Wow. I have not jumped once. I've been spinning, spinning, spinning. The best I've gotten is four. Uh, there we go. There number one, one pick. Took All eight right. swings to get to the number one. So. All right. Well, now I'm also miffed and peeved about that. Yeah, that's a definite miffed and peeved. All right. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.